Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing today? What's uh, up, SoundClouders? We What's actually, up, Twitch Live? We actually have them two weeks in a row. It's crazy. Like I'm not a special guest anymore, yeah, you guys. You know, I'm you're, back. You're officially back as the uh, co-host. <laughs> Wait, what did we name it last week again? That actually uh, was fucking funny. God. Um, Josh, no. Special guest Josh or something special like that. Special guest Josh Thompson. Or <laughs> Josh Thompson. <laughs> I, I go to bed now. Well... We are actually going to do uh, have Josh Thompson on probably in the next month, I think. I think once his schedule frees up. Yeah. Um, Josh Thompson, that streams for us. Oh, Juice. Yeah, Juice. Juice will be on. Um, we need to get Russ on at some point. He was excited to be on. Yeah. You, like, I, promised him we'd get him on an episode, and here we are 15 episodes in. Yeah. And still no Russ. 15. We've had, like, 100 other special guests at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was gone. Because you were gone? Yeah. We had, what, Brian Carey was on? Brian Carey. Uh, we who, had Chris on one. Yeah, Chris. We had Steve on two. Steve was on two. Novak, yeah. Good. Who's on third? Uh, I think what's on third. Oh. Yeah. D's nuts? <laughs> D's what's? Got it. Yeah, so. so uh, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. I went to, we went and stayed at the Cachino downtown. We went to MGM. And don't play blackjack there because that shit's rigged. I had to, yeah, I had to go and uh, I had to go play slots to make up for the the rigging of the blackjack there. Man, it was disgusting. Wasn't like Vegas, that's for sure. But mm-hmm. um, so we we stayed at MGM and then we had a wedding and we went to the wedding for a little bit. Uh, we didn't make it to the ceremony because you know ceremonies are boring as shit. And then we headed out to. Um, they did like bowling afterwards. Like they went and like there was a bowling alley in the, the place. Sweet. Yeah, in the place that they got married. Um, but we just went and rented a movie and went to sleep. <laughs> we didn't go bowling. Should have gone bowling, we just, man. Bowling. We great. just cuddled and just had a good time. It's not bad though. No, but uh, MGM is nice to stay at. Did you go to the? Uh, did you go to the buffet? Uh, we did not make it to the buffet. Oh, you didn't get your crab legs. Well, they only have crab legs on Wednesday. Oh yeah, that's I right. didn't. I didn't know that. I thought it was. I thought it was like all weekend. Mm-hmm. But it's just Wednesday, so weird. And I'm, I'm always at Pando on Wednesday, so I'm I never the... gonna fucking make it to crab legs on on Wednesdays. Sorry, Josh. That's all right. Maybe uh, maybe on like a holiday or something, because you know, Chris doesn't like to do magic events on holidays. <laughs> Trying to find the camera. I'm, I'm trying to find right out how to look into his eyes, but there's a glare. Like, there's a glare right at the perfect angle to look into Chris's soul. You're not going to make class it. it. You're not going to no, make sorry. it into his soul. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to have one first. Yeah, but the weekend was fine. And then um, next weekend, I know you were talking about um, doing Syracuse. Yeah, um, I might and, be doing Syracuse. Yeah, Legacy Syracuse, uh, SCG, but. I will be in Indy. I have a um, a pedal pub to get on. My sister-in-law. Do you know how hard it is to get those? Because we've been trying to get one in Detroit, me and all my friends, because it seems so fun. It's it's not that fun. It's, it's not- like, this is like my fifth, maybe sixth pedal pub, and it, it gets a little old. Like, I would rather just sit at the bar, or even I would do, I would rather do like a pool. Like, let's just go sit in a pool and drink. Mm-hmm. You know, go find yourself a lazy river. Yes, um, pedal pubs are cool, but they do get old, um, and they all. You also, um, this is a spoiler slash hot take for the kids. Um, you do not have to pedal on a pedal pub. Do you know why? 
Because there's an engine, I assume. There is an engine, and it's illegal for them not to have an engine. Because if they get caught in traffic and something happens, they got to be able to cruise you out of there. Because mm. you're drinking and whatnot. But for the most part, when you're pedaling, you're actually not really doing a whole lot. Because like some people don't pedal. and I wouldn't pedal. Yeah, I, well, I know <laughs> you wouldn't. You think I'd pedal. <laughs> you'd be drinking. You'd be like, after the first beer, you'd be like, God damn it. This is, this is a lot of work to mm. drink. Yeah, drinking exercise is not my thing. Um, so that's why I like, you know, just chilling, drinking is, is a lot better than the pedal pub action, but it's fun. You know, it just depends. I just like six. the idea of getting to scream in the city. Yeah. I mean, it's and cool because like, like, like you get to, yeah. Like people, you know, when you drive by, they're like, yeah, you know, they're having a great time with you and you know, you're playing music and you're yelling at people and you know, it's hype, but like I said, after a while, it's just kind of not that hype anymore. I'm just like, let's stop at this bar over here and do a shot, you know? <laughs> just gets to that point, but... Can I jump overboard? <laughs> you cannot jump off those things. You, like, the guy driving will actually physically scald you like a baby. Yeah, they, they really, like, uh, my wife's friend dropped her cell phone uh, in Detroit, and she jumped off the pedal pub, and he was like, God damn it, I'm going to kill you! Like, he lost it <laughs> oh on her. Oh my gosh. And, but I mean, rightly so. I mean, would you want to jump, uh, jump off a, a moving vehicle in Detroit, downtown Detroit? No, you would not. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, so I got that this weekend. I don't have anything magical lined up for a while. Um, just, just got to keep buying magic cards. Um, you know, after Las Vegas, um, you know, we, we got rid of a lot of magic cards and picked up some money. And so now we just got to buy magic cards. Our tank's so, starting to get a little empty with uh bulk. It is. Yeah. You're crushing through it quite a bit. You're doing a good job. And you know, I'm going to, I'll be helping you this, this week a little bit, not a ton, but, uh, we'll get it. We'll get after the rest of that stuff. In that oh way. yeah. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, the bulk's going to be getting low. So we'll have to buy some more refuel, baby. Refuel. Mm-hmm. So what what do you got going on for uh, um, Syracuse? I mean, what do you think? Like, if, if anybody bails on you, I mean, what are you thinking? Uh, I don't know. Probably just, like, hang out. Okay. Maybe do something with some friends. Not really sure. Okay. I uh, don't really have much planned. I just, you know, Syracuse is a long drive to do on your own. It is. It's, what, eight and a half or something like that? Uh, Nine hours? It's, like, seven and a half if you from go Michigan? through Canada. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't go through Canada. Well, maybe. I mean, it just depends. Yeah. I hate that border traffic. The border traffic sucks. Border traffic's pretty pretty annoying. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go play because it's Legacy, but, which we're going to talk about Legacy today, but I just can't make it. I got to go to Indy. I got to go get on that pedal. I pedal do. Pub. I got to go. I got to go drink. Got to pedal your darn heart out. It's just like, you know, it's a part, it's part of my life. I'm forced to have fun all the time. Yeah, it must suck. <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable how much fun I have to have. <laughs> Rough times for jo- though Joshua. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell us our fun fact for today. Yeah, I'm so excited. Our fun fact, if you like, you told me already, but yeah, tell, yeah. tell the. I, I've told uh, like everyone, and I just keep telling everyone on everything because I find it amazing. Mm-hmm. I actually like I mentioned it uh, last week when I played the deck. And I, or when I played, uh, when I streamed for us, mm-hmm. I mentioned it on Twitter. Now I'm mentioning it on our podcast. Nice. Cause I just, I don't 
it's crazy. I would have never believed this. <laughs> You're so excited. I am. It's it's awesome. Okay. So our fun fact is about Disenchant, which is a card as old as time. Yes, I like, played this card in my uh, in my sixty before I even used sideboards. I didn't even have a seventy five back then. Blowing up those moxes when I was play. Yeah, you had to. I mean, this card was amazing. Yeah, you just blow a mox up, or you needed to blow up moat a lot of times. Okay. You know, because moat was a thing when I was a kid. Um, God, I mean, and if you were poor, you played Island Sanctuary. What you know? uh, What was your most expensive card back then? Uh, I had a sapphire. Did my, you? Yeah, my dad bought me a sapphire for my, I think for my 14th birthday, or maybe my 15th birthday, and that thing was like gradable, near mint, just nice. balls, just beautiful. Then you played it on the lunchroom table. No, I actually. Um, <laughs> We had uh, we had cards and top holders or top loaders. Oh, I think I remember you telling yeah. me this story. So, and once you know, my dad was like, "Hey, listen, don't you fuck that up, you know?" And of course, I spent twenty dollars on that. Well, no, <laughs> I think he spent two hundred on it. Okay, so this was like when they were starting to. Yeah, they kind of, well, yeah, they were all during that time because I started when I was fourteen. I, I want to say that was right around like um, God, I don't know what set was out. But it was, I mean, I started playing, like, right after um, Fallen Empires came okay. out. So you had Fallen Empires, you had 4th Edition, all that stuff was out at that time. Okay. So, like, I guess 5th Edition. So this was a while after, like, Revised and everything. Yeah, it was probably during 5th Edition. And so we knew that cards, these cards started to get more pricey. And if you had a $200 card and you were 14 years old, it was probably best... If you put your deck in top loaders, right? <laughs> so my uh, one of my buddies had his mono white deck in top loaders. He had Bane Slayer, or not Bane Slayer. He had Sarah Angel. He had Bane Slayer. <laughs> Sarah Angel. Uh, he had White Knights, um, Savannah Lions, all like revised in uh, fourth edition. He had them all in top loaders. <laughs> Shit was fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I had my deck in top loaders, so it would be safe. And I did run Disenchant. I think I ran one of back okay. then. You know, and then if probably as time went on, I probably had a sideboard. I, I probably kept like one or two in my sideboard also. But you always, back then, you always played one or two disenchants because you needed them. There was yeah. just a ton of artifacts, like the card Juggernaut, <laughs> the as, 4 CMC, yeah, I know that 5 card. 3. The original uh, Tron threat. Yeah. That's what they used to play in Tron back in those days. Yeah, man. Juggernaut was, I mean, he was a bitch to deal with. And so if you could just, you know, if you could disenchant it. You were in good shape. So, so uh, yeah, now that we went through Josh's memory lane really quick. Uh, <laughs> Sorry I memory laned you in the yeah, middle no. of it, but go no, on. No, no, it was great. I enjoy it. Uh, but, yeah, so the fact about Disenchant is actually this is this was, for the longest time, the only reason this card was legal and modern. and Was because it was time-shifted. Yeah, it was time-shifted. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't think anybody else in this world actually knew that, <laughs> like, I just assumed this card was in every core set. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's Disenchant, it's right? Disenchant. It's been printed since time shifted. It's been printed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more times since then. Which, you know. And they're all uh, pretty fairly open Three of sets. these are only on Moto, but. Okay. But. Still, like, start, which I didn't know, like, Starter 2000 and Battle Royale box set came after Time Spiral. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many copies from like fourth edition all the way through. Um, what's this one right here? Um, Urza Mercadian Saga. Mass? Urza Saga. Yeah, Urza or, or Mercadian Mass. Like, there's just so many printings of it, and like, if you don't, 
If you don't, if you have bulk, any sort of bulk at home, you've got a disenchant in your bulk. Oh, I'm, I got, how many got, disenchants do you think we have? Uh, I mean, there's got to be thousands in our bulk. Oh, for sure. Easily thousands. So, yeah, because that's just a, a card that we don't even pick for backstock. We no. just leave it in the bulk because yeah, there's so many copies flat. of it. I can't even tell you if I've ever seen one because there I There just... is one copy. There is one copy that is actually worth pulling. I think it's Marcadian Masks. Um, no, the one next to it, Marcadian Masks, is there. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, it's the little fat guy on there. Yeah, yeah, I remember this because th- you told me it was me. <laughs> I did not say yeah, that. Did. All right, I might have said it was you. And Fuck you. I'm sorry that I called you fat. No. I apologize. My heart is already broken, <laughs> But I, I believe that's the only copy that is worth, I want to say that that copy is worth like, I don't know, 30 cents or whatever. That one also, I think, now is, what, is pickable. Uh, which Disenchant is your favorite? Is uh, it still like the... No, 100% it's Ice Age. It's Ice Age? Yeah. I, I like I like the uh, Mirage one, too. But um, the Ice Age one is where the guy, the person, for you SoundClouders, it's the person that's reaching out for the sword. Um, that one is really cool. Um, the most iconic one is obviously the fourth edition, the alpha through fifth or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's definitely my favorite, um, art and it's, it's most iconic to me, uh, because I played the ice age one all the time. Now that the M25, I really like, like this one. Yeah. Where the guy's holding like. Uh, it it looks, looks like a mock sapphire, I yeah, think. Yeah, it looks like a sapphire that's just, like, evaporating into the air. Um, that art's really cool. And, um, yeah, I, the new at the new M20 art. It's not bad. Uh, it's just got a sword next to it. And what is that, like a... Is that, like, like a, a shield or something? Maybe. I don't know. Looks it just like looks a like a hunk, of, yeah, a, hunk yeah. of, a hunk of metal with, like, this beam of light on it. And it's really pretty. I'm sure the foil is really pretty. In oh, there. yeah. I have actually seen a foil, but it looks pretty good. But, yeah, M20, first, uh, first set since Time Spiral that of course this card's not. been printed in, like, a modern legal set. Yeah, that's really cool. It's wild. Yeah, and I never in my life thought I would sit and talk for fucking five minutes about Disenchant. Right. So thanks, Richie. Except for when you were a kid. Now the real question is your favorite game. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Next up, now we got to see if uh, momsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com, our sponsor. If I can spell Disenchant. <laughs> if our sponsor has it. So let's see. Oh. Let's see how many copies we got in stock. How many why do we have so many disenchants? Dang. Why, why do we have so many disenchants? We have, we have two pages of disenchants. Dude, we have like every disenchant. We do. Look at us. So if you a guys disenchants need... are like expensive. <laughs> They're, yeah, well, we have quarters. At, well, we have my quarters. Oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we said anything that's sub at, a actually, quarter. Actually, I found the best disenchant. Yeah, that the, the magic player rewards disenchant. Which is just the M25 yeah, art. Yeah, it's but the M25 art, but it's a full border. Who needs text for disenchant? Who doesn't know what this card is? We have two in stock. Yeah, you don't. If you need your disenchants, get these. Yeah, those are pretty From cool. momsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com. <laughs> slash catalog, slash magic, slash magic, slash player rewards, slash disenchant. Holy shit. Nice, Richie. Very nice. All right, so what's up next? Who? What's going on? Who's, who's on top this week? Oh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, is it Quada Karina Brown? Uh, well, that's Kata? three people, but I don't think Quada Karina Brown. No, that's Fifo Fada. <laughs> yeah. I like I like saying it as one name. It just kind of looks like one name too. Yeah, it's it's these guys. Yeah, these guys. So, 
Um, this past weekend was, um, what was it, Modern? Ununified Modern. Ununified Team Modern, which... Richie, what does that mean to those that are, are listening right so now? That means, do you want to play Lightning Bolt? Yeah, you want to play fucking Lightning Bolt. I want to play Lightning Bolt because I love Burn. Okay. Do you want to play Lightning Bolt? Uh, we'll get to that later. But for sure, Josiah would want to play Lightning Bolt. Okay. So then he's my team member? Yeah. Okay. And I'm your third. And you're my third? Do you want to, can you play Lightning Bolt? I could. But you don't want to? Probably not. Okay. You probably want to play Stoneforge Mystic? No. <laughs> you want to play Tron? Probably. Yeah, probably. All right. So. But you and Josiah can both play Lightning Bolt. Yeah. So that's <clears> a cool portion about uh, what they did this weekend is uh, when you play non-unified, uh, just the unified portion means that you cannot share cards in your 75. It's like what we had in Detroit. Yep. And uh, so with that being said, um, you are able to play two of the same decks uh, or three of the same decks mm -hmm. if you'd like in your team. Um, so the decks that, that went uh, all the way to the top were uh, Wurza. Yeah. And for those of you that maybe don't know what Wurza is, it's basically just Urza, Lord High Artificer. It's Thopter Sword. Yeah, it's Thop with, you know, with Thopter Sword combo inside of it. Mm -hmm. um, the, the next deck that they were playing was um, Jeskai, Jeskai Stoneblade. Stoneblade which yep. uh, this is the first paper tournament that Stoneblade... Uh, Top eighted. Put copies in the top, well, top four for this, but. Top four, oh yeah, they top eight. They top. Uh, at SCG. No, SCG had. They top 16 at SCG. That's what I thought. They uh, top aided the uh, challenge on Moto. Okay, that, that counts. Yeah. Sort of. But yeah, so Jeskai Stoneblade's what he piloted. A really interesting list. A lot of his card choices are uh, really sweet. Like he's doing the Feast and Famine instead. Uh, you know, he's got Giver of Runes. Geists. Yeah, it wants to. Basically, it's uh, it's a Geist of Saint Traff type, like ask deck, mm -hmm. right? Or it's it's even if you look at like a, a Death and Taxes type of list where you have your four moms in it. Yeah. Um, and then you have you know you have some of your threats in there, uh, just to protect them. Well, this this is protecting your Geist. Uh, you also have the Stoneforge package. Um, you have the creatures. <clears throat> you have Spell Queller, which is going to come down and counter a spell. Queller also, also combos really well with Teferi because if they kill it or if you bounce it with your own Teferi, they, they don't, don't get, get to their, cast their spell. Correct. They don't get their spell back. Which is um, where I really think a lot of the like Stoneforge decks are going to end up is like they're going to be blue-white, maybe blue-white X with, you know, Queller, Teferi, as well as... Yeah, I just... I, I like the fact that Teferi's static ability says you can only play things at sorcery speed, your opponents can, and then Spell Queller doesn't give the spell back. But the bad thing about it is, is that they're both three drops. And that, that doesn't deter me from saying, okay, well, you can't play that, but you have to be very careful how many three drops you have in your deck uh, in modern. You know, it, ha it has to all, um, you know, you have to have a good curve, I think. Mm -hmm. And if you're playing, that's, I think that's one of the main reasons why there's only two Geists in the main board. Um, and I there's, a, there's only three Teferis. But I think Spell Queller, I think that is the most important um, three drop in the deck because it's a tempo card, it counters a spell, and it puts a body on the ground. And then that way you can equip your Sword of Feast and Famine, which he had the main board uh, to it. So it's it's just a really good combination. Yeah. Geist, I'm I'm not sold on Geist being needed in this deck. I'm I know a lot of people love Geist. I'm not huge on the card personally. I mean, I I kind of feel the same way. 
it's very tough to play it without um, a lot. Like, he's only running two paths in his main board. Yeah. Which is crazy because, you know, you want to get your guys through. But don't forget. He is on four bolt, four helix, though. Correct. That doesn't kill everything. Well, yeah. You know? that Like, I could have seen, like, maybe three, three, and then four path. Yeah. And But you got to remember, too, is Giver of Ruins is going to give guys protection from whatever color they have. So that really, really helps you in a spot where it's like, oh, you have two green creatures down? Cool. Protection from green mm-hmm. combat. And so then, you know, your Geist is going to get through. Yeah. So I think Giver of Ruins kind of takes Geist to a new level. Um, in that you can play this card and it has, it gives you that protection. So like if you gives. need to, yeah, it gives a protection. So if you need to spot remove, um, one thing that's, you know, if you have a path to exile, you got to get rid of that one black creature and they have two other green creatures on board. You just give it pro green. Yeah. So you're good to go. Um, the other list too, that made it, um, other than the just guy stone blade is my favorite burn, baby, burn, burn, burn. You're going to finish singing that or no? Nope, nope. Okay. We're done. Um, That's all they get. Okay. So, so I have to buy our singles in order to uh, <laughs> get more lyrics from us. Now, this week, uh, they were playing two Fiery Islets and four Sunbake Canyons. So they six. are on six redraw lands. They went up one more from uh, what people were playing at the Open? Correct. <clears throat> so they said, well, let's, uh, let's play extra one because we really want to redraw here when we're when we're drawing lands they went up to four crack four smash on the side as well yep instead of the three three on those trimmed a path for a lava mancer also yeah so <clears throat> that was one thing that i i talked about was how do i fit in when i stream this past weekend how do i fit in grim lava mancer where does he fit in and how does he fit in and that is a very difficult uh thing to figure out because right now everything is so tight mm-hmm um, because your your payoff spells in that you have an extra uh, one drop that three does damage. three damage in Skewer the Critics <clears throat> is very, very important as a four of in the main board, um, allowing you to you know get that quick early damage in. Because I found this card to be, it's very, it's very awkward in Legacy to play this card, um, but it also, when, it, when it's good, it's amazing. Um, it's Chain Lightning. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's, it is. It's Chain Lightning. Um, but a lot of times, you know, it cannot be Chain Lightning just because there's so much going on. There's so many counter spells in Legacy that I find this card to be sometimes difficult to use because if they, if counter, they, counter, your yeah, first they, spell. they counter your first spell, well, then you can't get Spectacle off and you can't do three damage to them. So um, I find this card to be... And if you draw multiple copies of it, then you're just like, shit, man, how am I going to do damage? Mm-hmm. And you can't play Grim Lava Rans- Mancer right now on the main board because in Legacy there's so much Ren and Six. Um, now, I don't know how much Ren and Six is going around in Modern, but we're going to take a look at some of the lists uh, and check and see uh, really how many how much is going on in, in Modern compared to Legacy and see if, you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I can be playing Grim Lava Mancer in the main board. Um, and, and, like, one copy in the main, one copy in the side, and I just don't know it because... I need to see more results because the meta has shifted already, mm-hmm. and we just don't have enough information yet. Exactly. So moving on down to uh, the second place team, they had blue white stone blade, kind of your more traditional. You put stone that shit blade. on everything, right? Basically, hot sauce. Get out. <laughs> hot sauce team. Hot sauce took second place. Man, give them a yeah. shout out. Yeah, they uh, 
They're a good floor trader. I know you do a lot of business with them. <laughs> yeah, I, I love those guys. So, um, Team Hot Sauce, congratulations for taking second. Uh, really awesome of them. Yeah, they what they won. Uh, they won like Worlds last year or some shit, right? Two mm. out of the three guys. I think one of the guys is new. I think so. They. Uh, I know they won the uh, Magic Twenty Five Pro Tour. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Pro Tour. Yeah. But yeah. So this is this is pretty pretty typical. You know, this is uh, what you've been seeing a lot of, like. Your Jace the Mind Sculptors, your Mana Leaks, your Force Negations in the main. Uh, pretty pretty standard from what you've been seeing on Moto. A lot of... Uh, so, this is a pretty good shell that a lot of people have been playing. I do like the Spell Quellers in the deck personally, but, you know, Click's also really good. Yeah, I so I played... This past week I played against uh, Blue-White Stoneblade. I think I even played against... I think I played against Blue-White twice and then Jeskai once. Mm -hmm. And I won one out of three of those matches because I don't know how to play against Force Negation. You also get Batter Skull. Um, you do get Batter Skull. I wasn't so worried about Batter Skull. I was worried about playing around Force Negation. Mm -hmm. As a burn player, that is the fucking hardest card to play against, hands down. You know, because... I know how to play against Spell Snare. I know how to play against Mana Leak. You know, you just run shit into it. But mm -hmm. it's the times when they're tapped out and you think to yourself, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, bolt them now or spike them now and get in there. No, you're not. You're going to get forced. And uh, then it you is, get sad. Yeah, and then you get really sad. And then you're like, God damn it, why didn't I just cast that during their upkeep? Well, because Spike's a sorcery. Spike is a sorcery, but... There's times when you can just cast a lightning bolt during the upkeep, and you forget sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, it's uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a a transition for those of you that uh, out there that do play, um, modern, and you're thinking to yourself like, oh, I haven't played a whole lot of modern yet, or I haven't played a whole lot of competitive modern. Well, you're gonna have to learn how to play around force negation because that card is, is Card's started real. out. Yeah, it started out as a uh, one to two of people were tr just messing with it um, and then it turned it is now turned into a four of yeah and I think uh, I think that like if you face like just control with no stone forges you'll probably only see like the two of still because they want like more cheaper so they can do more spells in one turn mm -hmm. but with this with like when you're playing stone forge you, have you to really want it. the yeah exactly yeah you got to protect that stone forge because i've i've went to go kill a stone forge and they they force a negationed it and i was like oh god damn looks well, like i'm, I'm dead i'm i'm dead so yeah uh humans was also on their team uh this deck is actually a deck we haven't been seeing a lot lately since the hogak banning uh, a lot of people have been saying it, you know, gets a little harder in the meta now that we're, you know, slowing down. A lot of the mid-rangey removal heavy decks are coming back. God, but I feel like, I feel like that's where this deck is still fine. Like, like this deck's okay. Yeah, like it's fine. But like that's not, this deck's good matchups are the decks that are trying to kill you fast. Okay. Because of Thalia's and uh, Reflector so Mages when there's and a, Meddling when there's a, Mages. When there's a combo heavy meta. Yeah then that's when you want to be playing humans. Yeah, like, that's why we've seen this rise during KCI. We've seen this still performing super well during Hogak. Okay. Uh, we see it a lot during when Is It Phoenix was really popular. Yeah, because... Although even then it was kind of down a little bit because, you know, your deck dies the lightning bolt. Yeah. Everything dies the bolt in this deck. 
Yes. And, you know, my matchup against humans is a true 50-50 matchup. Like, yeah. it's it's as 50-50 as you can get. And a lot of times, um, because, you know, I don't have enough uh, testing and I don't, have, I don't get to play enough modern, I feel like it's a 60-40 matchup for me. I feel like I'm going to lose more than I'm going to win this yeah. matchup. It's a very skill-intensive matchup. Yeah. It gets even harder now that they're on, like, four Oriocs because of how big Mono Red's been. Yeah. Then uh, Burn again is yeah. uh, their other teammates deck. Excellent. Pretty, pretty stock burn list. Other than two Stonies in the sideboard, so uh, really hedging for like the Wurza deck. Mm-hmm. So what are the uh, what are the upcoming events that we that we have to look forward to? Yeah. So uh, we have like we mentioned earlier, SCG Syracuse this weekend. Uh, we got Legacy being played, and I hope you get to go. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I. Uh, I would love to see you play some Legacy. Maybe take one of these things down. Maybe. What are you going to play if you go? Uh, probably Teamer. Teamer Delver? Yeah. Teamer okay. Delver. What's that list look like? Is Pretty, it standard? Yeah. You play, um, you play the, Nipple Mongoose? Yeah. I'm on Mongoose. A lot of people have been going to either like Hex Drinker or Dreadhorde Arcanist instead, but I like the Goose. I think the Goose is good. You're going to let the Goose lose? Oh, yeah. Good. Have you been playing it on, uh, on Moto lately? A little bit. Okay. Uh, that's actually what I was going to play on stream this week. Nice. Run another league back with it. Okay, cool. It's been feeling pretty good? Yeah. Okay. It's probably the best Delver deck right now, in my opinion. Okay, cool. Uh, for CFB, we have uh, Magic Fest Gent, <laughs> which is Team Modern. Not Gunt. Gent. Gent. Yep. I've, I feel like I've drank a Gent before. You may have. You may have had a Gent. I don't know. Wherever Gent is, it, it sounds like a really cool place. Yeah. It's a soft. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the same tournament that we had this weekend here in the States. Yeah, this Team past Modern, weekend. Ununified. Ununified Team Modern, which is what we also talked about at the or, beginning of the podcast. Is it non-unified or ununified? Yeah, it's whatever you want to call it. <laughs> potato, potato. I feel fuck like you, it's Josh. non-unified is the word. I, I feel like it's fuck you, Josh. <laughs> it's fuck you, Josh, modern. Good. I like that. Yeah. Team. Don't forget the word Team. team. Fuck you, Josh yes. Modern. Nice. If we ever team again, can that be our team name? <laughs> no, that's rude. You can't talk to your elders like that. I'm not talking to Terrence. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Get off my lawn, boy. Yeah, but uh, so now to the main topic that we were going to talk about, which is just the meta games of Modern and Legacy and, you know, really where we've been landing or where we would like to land, you know, moving forward. Yeah, I think... Uh... I don't think this list is exactly shaped up correctly, and we talked about that last week, and we know that this is we're still going to have some time for these lists to shake out. But what's really cool is the number one deck is my sweet, sweet little baby is Burn. Well, no, there's, they don't play Gontis. They don't play Gontis, but it's okay. They're, they're playing just regular red, white Burn. And uh, so it's pretty cool. So, you know, if, if this deck gets really popular... If Burn gets very popular... Maybe we can finally see that Lightning Bolt ban in Modern? No, I I might not be, like, the Burn guru in, in southeastern Michigan anymore. You'll always be the Burn guru. <laughs> nobody can ever take that away from you, Josh. No, they can't. Is it because I play it in Legacy and, and nobody has the balls to play it in Legacy? Nobody's dumb enough to play it in Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Look hey. at me. I'm, I'm over here spiking the mic for the first time. Look at you. But yeah, like, Burn's really good, especially, like, while people are still trying to figure out the format. 
Burn's just, you know, it's going to kill you. It is. Uh, I still, to be honest, like I said last week, I if if you're going to be playing modern, I recommend you're playing a either a Stoneforge-type deck with a combo in it, or you're playing Wurza, or you're playing Tron. Those are just better decks than Burn. Um, I play Burn in every fucking format. I love Burn, uh, but I would still tell you it is not the best deck, even though uh, MTG Goldfish says it's the best deck. There's a lot of pros playing it right now, but I promise you... Even though it put, you know two copies into the top four and three copies in the open top eight last weekend. Yes, because, listen, burn is burn, right? So we're always we're always going to be there, you know, in the top 16 somewhere. But just the sheer amount of burn that's happening right now um, and people doing well with it, this, uh, it doesn't mean it's going to last. This should say something. What the three core firewalkers, yeah, like three to four core firewalkers like in the side. Yeah, what people are going to be doing for burn here shortly. Yeah, and uh, I mean I agree with that. I don't I don't disagree with them playing core firewalker right now because if you're if you're in a burn battle, you know, with somebody, core firewalker is pretty good to have on the on the battlefield. Yeah. You know, dragon's claw. Stuff up. Yeah, dragon's claw or core firewalker is good, and then the one that humans plays. The Oriok champion. Oriok champions. But great. you gotta you gotta be a creature deck for Oriok. Correct. And you know all those all those cards are great. You know against burn. And so you want to be packing some sort. Even if let's say you can't find core firewalkers and you you got to play Burton Forge Tender, like you know, or you or you just want to play. Uh, I I I, was, I think that Dragon's Claw is really good right now. I think that's the sleeper burn card sideboard. Okay. I'd probably play that over core firewalker. Because then you don't have to hurt yourself. You so also bad. don't play white, so I do not play white. But um, how many you know. dragons claws are going to be in your burn sideboard? I don't know if uh, for a Wednesday. I don't. I don't think any. No. I don't. I don't think I really care because um, there's not there's not a lot of burn players in our area. Yeah. So it's you. Yeah, it's me and like one or two other guys. Chad. Yeah. Chad's hit or miss on if he's playing like Burn or yeah. the Mono Red deck. Yeah, or... and Brian Carey started playing it. Brian's playing yeah, Burn. Yeah, so, and, you know, Brian's a really good player, but, um, and not to say that Burn's a hard deck or anything, but I think Brian will have, he'll, I think he will tell you if you ask him that um, the deck is a little more um, difficult to, to pilot than just saying, oh, I'm going to pick up Burn and play Burn. Yeah, it, it's... Everyone thinks of Burn as, like, your traditional aggro deck. I don't actually even personally consider Burn aggro. No. I consider it more of a tempo deck. It's like a tempo-y slash, like, retarded combo deck. Like, oh, sorry. Down Syndrome. Excuse me. I don't, I don't think that one's better. <laughs> we're going to have to have Steve edit the podcast. No. He's going to hate us. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm 36. I'm allowed to say those words. Uh, All right. So, um, Jund is the next one. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna speed through this real quick. Um, here, flash this back there, Richie. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the top ten because I feel like uh, this is kind of how I, I, you know, put it in my mind and said when I looked through this when we were breaking this down before the podcast started, we've got basically the top ten decks, and then you've got a couple outliers, and I think these outliers are not gonna be outliers once everything shakes up, and and this is how I see this, right? Okay, so we've got the top ten is burn. Jund, Four Color Wurza, 
uh, Blue White Control, Eldrazi Tron, Regular Tron, Amulet Titan, Grixis Death Shadow, Mardu Death Shadow, Titan Shift Humans, Five Color Niv Mizzet. Yeah. All right. Let's just let's just pretend that one's not now, number ten. Uh, hold on. I will real quick because I know you're gonna not give a fuck, but the people listening will. Sure. If the format is actually a mid-range battle, this deck is insane. Well, yeah, because it out mid-ranges the mid-range. Exactly. Deck. I understand that. Good. But you got to remember that these com- once everybody figures out that they need to be playing combo, like what I keep telling people. So what about Jun? What's Jun's combo? Jun's combo is turn one thought sees, turn two inquisition you. Okay. Right. That's their combo. So they're they're. They have built-in anti-combo, right? So that's why they're able to do good. And then turn three, Lily. Discard another card. So turn one, Birds of Paradise. Turn two, Domri Raid out of five-color niv Mizzet isn't a combo? Not really. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Just check. All right. Um, so those are your top ten decks, right? And then you've got these outliers, right? And um, when, you, when you look at these, you have to say to yourself, like, okay, there's something going on here. Uh, there's not enough data. And there really isn't. And now you've got Infect, you've got Storm, you've got Hardened Scales, and you've got Dredge. Traditional Affinity. Um, yes, Traditional Affinity. Um, mono Blue Tron. <laughs> no, don't you say Mono Blue Tron. So I got to if Nate the Artificer is watching, he, we got to mention Mono Blue Tron. Yes. Twiddlestorm. Yeah, and then, now Twiddlestorm, let, let's leave that for a second, okay? Right. And then you've got Elves, um, and then you've got even, like, I don't even see the combo for, um, there it is. Devoted combo. Like, that deck is really, really nuts. But it's really bad in a mid-range meta. It, it can be, correct. But it can combo you very fast. Sure. And, it's very, and now it's a lot more resilient, right? So, sure, you might say to yourself, like, okay, this, this deck uh, is bad in this format, but how many copies are we seeing? All right, we're only seeing six copies here, right? Six decks that have done anything. And I think we're going to see um, more copies. And, like, of course, you got your weird ones, right? Like your Twiddle Storm um, that I think is a really good deck. The deck's really good. Okay. I I mean, I didn't pick up 150 copies of Ideas Unbound for no reason <laughs> um, in, in Vegas. So I believe in the deck. And, you know, you've got Living End. You know, you've got these, these outliers. Um, what's another outlier here, Richie? Colorless Eldrazi. Murphy. <laughs> Merfolk's not an outlier. That deck's a piece of shit, Terrence Vincent. <clears throat> um, and then you've got Boggles, and you've got stuff like that, right? Those outliers that are just like, okay, we know that those decks have always been outliers, but when you see decks like number 20 on the list is Dredge, and it just won the the biggest event in the GP, the first GP after the Hogak banning, um, you can tell that, okay, this uh, this we don't have enough data yet. Wait, Dredge didn't win the GP. Dredge won the SCG. The classic. It won the classic. The classic. Okay, what won the GP? Wurza. Wurza, got it. Okay. Now, thankfully, Wurza's at the top, right? Deck's broke. That is my pick for deck to be playing right now. Yeah, and I think so too. And we talked about that last week. Um, again, these these that decks that. Yeah, these decks like and, and Tron is Tron is just super resilient. Again, Tron is just like Burn. It's a very resilient, solid deck. If you want to play a very solid, resilient deck, play decks like that. Um, but if you want to, if you want to win, 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 you know, you want to play decks like Amulet Titan. Um, you want that decks that combo. You want to play decks like Warza. Um, you want to play decks like uh, Titan Shift. All these decks are they're already in the top. 
And so you don't think Tron could win a tournament? No, I do think Tron. Oh, okay. can, I think all these top ten decks here. Excuse me. I think all these top ten ten decks right here can win a tournament. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not Burn. I don't know if Burn could take down a monster tournament. I mean, it's they, there's got to be just a it ton of Burn. Second place against Warza. There's got to be a ton. There's got to be a ton of fucking Burn out there, man. But. Um, Again, it, it's the the funny part is is that I play Burn, I love Burn, and I'm the one sitting here talking shit about it. Mm-hmm. It's because I know I know that the deck is good, but it's not that good. So, um, I think there's a lot of people that would argue that with you, but um, yeah, but they I, haven't been playing. They haven't, they haven't yeah. been through the ups and downs with Burn, and uh, they don't understand how difficult some of the matchups are, um, how unforgiving your mulligans are. Um, the deck doesn't mulligan uh, well. You know, when you get to play decks like, um, I don't know, what is it, the Coco deck that I just talked about. Um, you get Coco. You have tutors to get back well, in the game. Well, that deck's not even playing Coco anymore. I, I understand that. It's playing Devastate. Uh, uh, Finale of Devastation. Finale of Devastation. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Anyways, Eldamary's Call. Eldamary's Call, right? So it has tutors to get you back in the game. Uh, Tron also plays... Uh, the, the the card that digs you five cards. Ancient uh, Stirring, Sylvan Scrying, Expedition Map, Chromatic Star, Chromatic correct. Sphere. Yeah, so do you see... The deck draws cards. Yeah, so do you do you understand why I say that um, it's so important to know how bur- what Burn's limitations are when you say, like, it is the best deck right now. Man, this deck's nuts. It's like, it's not nuts because it has a lot of issues. It's got a lot of fundamental issues. Now, but what's uh, helping it... wasn't a lot of those fixed with getting the new Horizon Lands? That's what I was just about to say. A, a lot of the help that it's getting is from the redraw lands. And so it takes it from being um, a um, 8 through 16 deck to a top 8 deck, but it does not fix the, the effects that it has when um, you don't have access to like cards that you just said. Uh, cards where you can go search, like Eldamary's Call or cards that you can dig five deep with, or Sylvan Scrying. You don't have any tutors. There's nothing to get you back in the game. You get what you get. So, all right, Jesus, I've talked about burn enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how modern shaping up. Is there uh, is there any deck that, like, I think I'm with you on uh, four-color Wurza. I'm also with you. I'm not with <laughs> this because Burn's so hot right now. Uh, Death Shadow, that's kind of a tough one to be on. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I think you're going to see a little bit of a slide on Death Shadow if, if Burn continues to well, be good. That's actually an interesting thing that people have been bringing up is like, so as a Burn player, you think you have a good Death Shadow matchup. Well, you do if you play it properly. Okay. Now the Death Shadow players say the same thing. Yeah. And Death I think Sh- that shows just how close that matchup is. The matchup is close. It is close, but... Uh, if you are a seasoned vet with the lightning bolts, uh, you will discover that unless they draw team or battle rage, yeah. you're gonna fucking murder them. They have to draw team or battle rage. It doesn't matter how many stubby D's they draw. Stubborn denial does not matter. They can't it's, give you the DNF. Yes, it is all about team or battle rage. If they do not draw that on you, they're fucking dead. Okay. Um, but Titan Shift, I think. Amulet Titan, anything Titan-wise, um, I think is really well positioned right now. So if you're going to be playing Modern, I would definitely say get yourself on a Titan list, um, get yourself in that blue-white control, and uh, we can roll back the tapes to months and months ago when I said, grow some balls and play Jund. 
and now you see how well Jund is doing. Yeah. There isn't a ton of cards that have been printed that have made the deck better. You know, are there well, any? Well, the, yeah, Ren and Six. Other than Ren and Six. Other than Ren and Season Six. Season Pyromancer. Uh, not in this list, the, but it was the, in the, the one of Season Pyromancer. From, uh, uh, the lands were huge. Baron Moore and uh, the Nurturing Peatland. Neutering Peatland. Collector Oof was huge for the sideboard. Yeah, Collector Oof's pretty good. Like, this is a way different Jund deck than what you would have seen three months ago. It well, is. Maybe. A little bit different. When Modern Horizons come out. Yeah. It might have been three months since Modern Horizons. I don't know my days anymore. It's, it's about that. All right. But, yeah, I think I think the deck uh, was playable. <clears throat> I think it got better. I don't think it got a ton better, right? I think it got a ton better. Okay. I think Ren and Six was... A, huge improvement for this deck well you know i'm a run and six hater i've been i've yeah. been a run and six hater for a while now um but yeah so those are our picks for modern right now and uh if you guys uh disagree with us let us know yeah tell us in the comments on youtube we'd love to hear it yeah hit us up yeah for sure blow josh's twitter up <laughs> for sure all right so the next thing that we're gonna get into and we're gonna talk here about legacy yeah about 15 minutes here about some legacy because you know we like to keep it like to keep it short but give you guys some information if you guys are legacy players and um i actually brought my list from my last uh what is it my last four leagues was it something like that my last four one two three yeah i got four so i have my results from my last four online moto legacy leagues and it goes like this (laughs) all right so I played against lands, uh, Omnitel, Bomberman, Bomberman, lands again. So I went 3 2 that league. 3 2. 3 2. All right, stop. All right, good. Um, then I played against uh, Stifle Knot, which is on. on yeah, where, where is it? It's on the list. You got it. Oh, I mean, you got to go way okay, down. We're going to. We're on it's a like right here. Let's get down to there business. To find so I played against Stifle the Knot. Should we read what Stifle Knot is for all the audience at home? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, for those of you listening, you might not know what Stifle Knot is. And um, so, go ahead, Richie. So Phyrexian Dreadnought is one mana, twelve, twelve, trample, broken. <laughs> uh, but it has this downside of when it enters the battlefield, you have to sacrifice any number of creatures with power twelve or more, or else you got to sacrifice the Dreadnought. But if you have a card called Stifle, or you can Vision, or Charm. Vision Charm. Now we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Uh, Stifle, you just when you when you bring Dreadnought in, you counter the trigger. Yes, you you counter that trigger it's and like, then, get it out of here. Yeah, and so then you just have a twelve twelve for one, uh, twelve twelve trample for one. Now Vision Charm <laughs> is super cute because it says it's a one blue just like Stifle. Um, it's uh, it's an instant and it says target artifact phases out, comma. So, when you go to phase, when when the trigger happens, you phase it out, and it goes away, and then it comes back in as that creature. And I think it comes back at, like, the beginning of your next upkeep. Yeah, like, there's, yeah. It doesn't have summoning sickness because it's there, but it's not. Phasing's weird. Yeah, phasing we're not, is weird. We're not here to get into phasing. We'll, no. This will be a two-hour <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we're not going to get into phasing. Uh, the other cool one is the Renegade Doppelganger, Okay. which... Basically, when your Dreadnought enters, you sack it, but you make this into a copy of it until end of turn, so this is your 12-12. Yeah. So you but you can, can just... attack with it that turn. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. And then, of course, you play Delver Secrets. You play Narset. Because Brainstorm Ponder. Narset's just good. Yeah. And then you play all the blue cantrips. Like, Preordain. Yeah. 
brainstorm, ponder, preordain, and then you play Days, Days and Force. Will. Yeah, and so it's and it's just got a it's got a pretty decent sideboard. Um, so it's, back to back. Yeah, you get to play back to basics. Um, just look at those islands. Yeah, yeah. and then you you get to play all kinds of islands and wastelands. So yeah. deck is really cool. Um, is it really good? Probably uh, not. I don't think it's really good. Some I'd play on stream at some point. Yeah, oh, you yeah. Need, yeah, you need to play this I, on stream for I sure. I think you would love it. I do, I do too. Um, okay, so moving on from Stifle Knot. Right. So I played Stifle Knot. I pl- then played Dredge. Then I played Nick Fit. Uh, then I played against Four Color Knight, uh, which is basically like Knight it's of the four Reliquary. Color loam. Yeah, it's Four Color Loam uh, with Knight of the Rel- Reliquary. It's Rel- got the Whaley Quaily. Um, and then uh, Four Color Delver. So I 3 2 that league also. Um, and so I was on a little bit of a hot streak. And then. I moved on to my third league, which I played this against. One, this one explains legacy in a nutshell, if we're being honest. It does. Uh, I played against Four Color Delver, Blue Red Delver, um, Grixis Delver, Rug Delver, <laughs> and Black Red Reanimator. Now, for all of you watching at home, this is probably the most accurate legacy representation I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, now... I did 4-1 that league. I only lost a uh, black-red reanimator because I couldn't draw any of my... Uh... Didn't you, like, trim a bridge and trim a Tormod script like an idiot that week, too? Yeah, I was kind of changing it up, so... You're I... like, oh, I haven't seen any reanimator in a while. Let's uh, let's save on some slots. Yeah, and... And there's, they just that get you. That could have they... been my my first ever... My first and last 5-0, you know? Um, yeah, you're yeah, not so... Aaron or I. Yeah. So I went... I went 4-1 that one, which was pretty cool, and it felt good. And then this past week, um, or no, I had one more league after that, um, which was, I think this was three weeks ago, four weeks ago. God, you're a serial killer. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I played against, I went 2-3 in this league. I played against Black Red Reanimator. Uh, What did I, oh, hold on, I got my notes here. Don't 6 when there's uh, a Tormod's Crypt. Oh, so I played my Tormod's Crypt, and I was like, all right, pass the turn, six it, and I'm sitting there talking, and I just watch Entomb, Grizzlebrand. And I'm like, oh, hold on a second. I went to go grab the mouse, and I was going to pop my, uh, nope, sure couldn't pop it because it was sixed. And then I see Grizzlebrand get reanimated, and I was like, oh. You know if you push five, it'll like take that six off? I know, but I didn't have you the chance. Quick enough? I wasn't quick enough, and I just watched Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Got to gotta catch that dollar um so i believe i had a chance to three two this one also um i played against death shadow i won that one then i played against storm and got turn twoed two games in a row just got dunked on get shit on yeah um and then i played against bug mid-range and i got them and then i played against elves and they brought game three they brought a uh Umazawa's Jite in out of the sideboard. You know, the ever popular Umazawa's Jite out of the Elves deck. Yes. So, I mean, I've been pretty hard on Legacy lately, and I've been playing a lot. So, um, not to say, like, oh, I can speak intelligently on it, but I can say my speech. You can't speak intelligently on it. <laughs> no, no, right? But, like, I can kind of give a, um, a backed up opinion here because I have been playing a lot of Legacy lately. Mm-hmm. I've even been playing on Thursdays when I get a chance um, on paper. So, I. I I really think that the meta is is very. Um, I think legacy is kind of like a standard meta where it's very narrow, uh, narrow, and it is not diverse like modern, where you have the top where you have top twenty decks that you could see at any SCG. 
You could I, see you could see five color new mids that had an SCG. I've done it. Oh, easily. Um, but I think legacy. I think you need to if you're gonna if you're gonna go to a legacy event, or you're gonna prepare for a legacy event. I believe that you need to look at the metagame breakdown online because when I looked at this, I thought to myself like, okay, eh, it kind of looks weird. But the more the more I look at it now, uh, it kind of makes sense because the four color Delver and going back through my list, the four color Delver list, like you need to be prepared <laughs> for Delver because it goes 33, uh, 33 top decks, right? And then the next one, the next closest at number two with uh, Black Red Reanimator is 14. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I went 4-1 in that league, I played against four out of my five matchups. We're all Delver. We're all Delver. And, and the other one was Black Red Reanimator. It was the top two decks, just back to back to back. And notably, I, I mentioned this to you before, the one thing I don't like that they do is they do group Teamer Delver and Four Color Delver together. Okay. So Sure. Um but they are different decks, like the way that they play and yeah, they are. Their but card choices are different. I mean, it, it, not every single Delver deck is the same, right? Yeah. I mean, it's there are different Delver decks, but I think that um, it's okay that for for the masses, you can kind of lump this and say like, okay, here's here's your Delver decks. Um, but if you want it to be a little more refined, I think you have to do the work on your own. You know, you gotta look at these decks. You gotta be playing against them to know that they're different. Um, so, uh, the, the other top decks here, uh, I'll run through them for you. Those, for those that are listening, uh, you've got four color Delver, you've got Rakdos reanimator, which is black, red reanimator, uh, ad nauseum. You also have Golgari depths, which is just your black, green, mox diamond crop rotation, uh, get you on to hopefully playing Hogak now. Yes. And yeah, we'll get to that. Um, and then you've got Azorius stone blade. Uh, sneak and show. So those are your top uh, six decks, and then the next six are your basic red green land decks, which is still just will grind you out of the fucking game. Uh, Punishing fire is in there, uh, and then you've got at number uh, eight is Hogak Depths, and so what they're doing is they're playing um, they're playing Depths along with they have an eight eight trample. Uh, some of them are also playing the combo in that deck. So I know the Hogak Depths is not, um, but there are some lists like the one that Terrence is running right now. Yeah, that's um, that plays. That's basically that one's right here. The, yeah, it's, they just call it Hogak. Yeah, they just call it Hogak, and that this one's pretty far down the line. You're it's the modern you're, deck. Yeah, it is. It's the modern deck, and if you're at a tournament, um, you may see if you're playing nine rounds of, of Legacy. You may see this deck, uh, and so this deck has. Uh, go back to it. I want. I oh. kind of want to read it for everybody. Okay. Uh, it is the modern deck, and if you don't know what it was, um, it is. It has four Hogak. It's got uh, Stitcher Suppliers, uh, Blood Gas, Grave Crawler, Carrion Feeder, Carrion Feeder, and then you have access to Cabal Therapy in the main, where you can sacrifice your Stitcher Suppliers to get value, or your Blood Gas to bring them back. Um, which this deck is very, very resilient. This deck is. Um, if you want to play, if you want to play a really, really fun deck, play this deck. This deck is nuts. And then it also plays a fun two thousand dollar deck. Yeah, well, the mana base. I mean, we're talking about legacy, so people know, like, hey, if I'm going to be building the deck, I, I probably um, either have it or I'm going to work towards the it. The predicament I'm in right now is I want to build Urza. If I can get three traps for less than Urza. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 
It's one of those things. <laughs> um, but the cool part about this uh, Hogak deck is that it plays Altar of Dementia, and uh, it, it's it not only can and I've been I've done a lot of testing against this deck lately because uh, a friend of mine plays it, and uh, the Altar of Dementia combo is really legitimate. You can just you know kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And so it has that combo in there, and then it also can just put an eight eight out there and just kill you that way too. So it's like Merfolk in Legacy. <laughs> it is not, uh, but yeah, this deck's really cool. Um, but some of the other decks um, that you're gonna see, other than the Hogak decks um, that they have on here, is uh, four color control. Which uh, what is four color control, Richie, in Legacy? Yeah, so there, there's actually like two different variants of this deck. Uh, the one a lot of people have been going to now is. Uh, with Ar- Arkham's Astrolabe, and this is wild because this is like a four-color legacy deck with only th- like three to four dual lands in it now. Okay, but, but this is your, um, this is almost checkpile-esque, correct? Yeah, it, it is checkpile. Okay, so that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what you want to kind of tell everybody, like, oh, this is checkpile, but now they're playing... Uh, Ren and Six and Astrolabe. Yes, Ren and Six and Astro- Arkham's Astrolabe because it gives them that consistency along with Ren and Six just being the most dominant card in Legacy now. I I wouldn't be surprised if within a year we probably see a ban personally. I don't think so. I, I think it's too I think it's way too similar to Deathrite Shaman personally. E- Agree to disagree. I, I think it's actually worse for the format than Deathrite actually, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but I don't know. Depends. Nobody really cares about Legacy, but we'll see. They yeah, people if they care do- about Legacy. I don't think we would have seen a Deathrite Shaman ban if people didn't care about it. Yeah, but I think I think Ren and Six kind of he sticks around. What okay. is this blue black Death Shadow? That's up there too. Been around for a while. Yeah, I like that. It's actually the best budget like way to get into Legacy. You <laughs> at, just like at two thousand one hundred eighty dollars. Well, if you not cut me off, let me finish talking. <laughs> you can cut the Underground Seas, which literally takes a grand off this deck, oh. and just play a third water or a fourth watery grave and like another basic. Okay, so we cut a thousand dollars off of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Mono red prison. So we've got six, twelve. So what do you think about mono red prison? Deck's fine. If uh, my opinion on this deck is, if you go to the casino the day before and uh, you hit big, you probably don't want to play this deck. But okay. if you went to the casino and you know lost on your ass, so you have some mono red prison. You gotta get pretty lucky with this deck, in my opinion. Uh, why do you why do you think you need to get lucky with it? So it it's one of those decks where like when you do your thing, your opponent's not gonna get to play magic, but you lock them out. There's so many ways like if your opponent has force of will, you just wasted like two to three resources on something. So you got to try to build back up before they kill you. Uh, you could have the wrong piece of hate like you chalice of the void uh, depths and they're just like all right, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play your Blood Moon, and they go, Basic Island, Basic Plains, Snapcaster, my Ponder. Like, okay. I think that there's a lot of ways that this deck can just, like, have its cards line up awkwardly. Now, that being said, like, I think this deck's fine. It's a deck I've even considered playing before in Legacy. It, I just think that there's a lot more variance in this deck than there is. It's like you were saying with Burn, for example, in Modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, sure, this can this win a tournament? Yeah. But things have to line up right for it, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of downsides because it doesn't it doesn't mulligan well. Yes. 
um, because you have to have all your resources. You've got to be able to pitch a Simeon Spirit Guide. Um, you need a Soul Land in that you need to draw an Ancient Tomb or a City of Traders uh, in order for the deck to go off quickly and effectively. So. And then if not, you need like a Chrome Mox or another Spirit Guide even. Yep. So, it, so then you're using like four resources to play one card. Yep. And then if you draw the wrong portion of uh, your lockout pieces, let's say you need a Blood Moon and you drew Chalices, and you're like, oh, I'm going to Chalice instead of Blood Mooning. Well, that may kill you. And, and you know about that. You played the Dino deck for a while. Yep. So, yep. so you know exactly what I'm talking about with that. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I think this deck uh, can be a top deck. Um, I'm not sure if it needs to be in the top 12 or not, but... I think it gets well, again, played this enough. isn't this isn't saying like oh these are the top twelve best decks. No, it's not. This is the best represented by like how they've Correct. done. Yeah, this is the best representation. Exactly. As of lately, so Maverick I, is like Maverick and DNT. I talked to you about like I I am not surprised to see these this low because of how bad they are into Ren and Six. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about Legacy is yes, you see like just looking at this. Like, if you don't look at numbers, you just look at decks. You're like, wow, you know, this is kind of diverse. But when you really look into it, 10% of the meta is Delver decks. You know, everybody in Legacy loves their blue cards. They love their Force of Wills. They love their Dazes. They love their Ponders. And going through a tournament, you will most likely face what I would say in a nine-round tournament, I wouldn't be surprised to face Delver three, four times. Yeah, absolutely. To where, like, every other one of these other decks, other than maybe Reanimator, you, Reanimator you might face twice. Everything else you'll probably only face, like, once. Yep, I agree with that. Because that's, that's how all my, my online basically feels is, I mean, yeah, I had that one that one um, league where I played against four out of five were Delver. Delver, but I don't see Delver as much as I'd love to, you know, because that matchup's amazing. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I just don't see it as much online. I think... The online is very different than paper, yeah. and it always will. It always has been, always will be for sure, um, just because there's different people playing it. Mm-hmm. So different well, people. Well, plus are like have... card accessibility is different. Like yeah, it is. It's easier to go and get you know, mono red prison or you know burn in legacy than it is to go and get your teamer or four colored Delver deck. Yeah. Yep, and those people that usually play on paper, they're you know they're. Not to say that they're more serious than the online players, um, but, you know, again, it's accessibility and whatnot, so. Exactly. Like, a lot of people, if you're going to play a Legacy tournament, you either have access to the cards or, you know, you know, someone who you can... Uh, you borrow them. Yeah. <laughs> Do a little PB touch for mm-hmm. them. But right. uh, speaking of uh, money, let's hop into finance, shall we? Mm, we shall. You got uh, the Baron, I think his name is. Yeah, the, the Baron. Baron. I don't know if I'm into that guy yet. Yeah, I, you know, we'll see. I think I'd... I don't know. I you think you... Can we get you dressed up like that doing finance? Sure. I mean, I like gimmicks. Like, you know, I, I dressed up in a dragon or a, a, a dinosaur costume. I'm into, I'm into gimmicks, but I haven't met this guy. I saw him when I was in um, Vegas, and I wanted to go talk to him, but I think I'd rather talk to him... Um, not when he has to be in character, mm-hmm. you know. I'd like to talk to this real guy instead of the Baron. Okay. So that's why I didn't go up and talk to him, um, and just see what like what he's like and see how legit he is. Well, yeah. I mean, I just like to know his story, I guess, because you know we're doing the same thing. We're trying to grow. We're trying to get people to watch us, and 
Um, and so I would just like to know where his head's at. Mm-hmm. So if he if he has a head, yes. Um, so this week we've got some uh, we've got some spikes, and we always want to tell you guys about what's up, what's down, so that you guys have a uh, time to uh, maybe dig these out of your uh, collection. Before or, you give them to us. Yeah, there you go. And sometimes you just don't you don't want to give this stuff away for free. You want to set it aside, uh, not leave it in your bulk, or maybe. Uh, you just want to maximize your your value of your cards and and take them into your local shop and be able to get something that you need out of it. And a lot of these, uh, we're still seeing you know the spikes from Commander Deck still even. Correct. That uh, that was you know the most recent product, so that's where we're gonna see a lot of our spikes. Yep. Uh, so this week, well, we've still got uh, same as last week. Uh, we have the uh, morph spikes are up right now. The manifest because people realize that it also works with the Commander Deck. Yep, the dual sit sirens that's up to six bucks. Uh, it's looking like it's coming back down though. Pre- Ooh, wow! It's so it, like it, it spiked bucks. to thirty, and now it's down to down Maybe to six bucks. Uh, probably, yeah. So, um, you know, this is one of those ones where it's just like, hey, you know, find your copy if you don't. If it's from C fourteen. Uh, if you don't have your copy, uh, trade into it at five bucks and. You know, you probably won't miss out on too much. No. A couple bucks here and there. Steve and I talked about, uh, like, Spikes and Commander. Yeah. When we were doing the podcast together, you know, while you were, you know, out playing with strippers' titties <laughs> or something. Uh, <laughs> That's true. And, you know, the thing about Commander Spikes as opposed to, you know, a Spike in Modern or Legacy is people typically aren't going to care as much because you only need the one copy. You do. So, you know, sending six bucks on this, sure, you know, it sucks you're not spending 50 cents like you could have, you know, a month ago. But, I mean, it's only six bucks for one. Yeah. You know, you, you don't got to, you know. You miss the boat. You don't yeah. need four copies of a card that, now, if this card stayed at twenty nine ninety eight, you you yeah. might be a little, like, thinking, like, God damn it, is that, is that really worth it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, when it comes back down to to life, and that's that's kind of like what I continue to say is like, wait for this, hold fast, wait for this card to come back down a little bit exactly. if you can, um, you know, and let everybody know like, hey, this card's super expensive in your play group, um, you know, make a proxy of it, you know, let your friends know like, hey, I'm gonna buy this card, but I just haven't got around to it because it's thirty fucking dollars right now, and I'm gonna wait till it goes back down to five bucks. Um, the other card that's up right now too is Primordial Mist. Yes, and that's at um, it, it's hovering around nine, nine bucks. bucks. Yeah, and this I card, actually see this one staying. I think. Think so. It's a pretty powerful ability. Yeah. So Primordial Mist. This is a this is a newer spike. I don't think did this spike last week. No, this one was like this okay. week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let me read this to you guys. It's a five drop enchantment. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, you may manifest the top card of your library. Um, exile a face down permanent you control face up you may play that card this turn so essentially like if you want to enter the battlefield trigger mm-hmm. from one of your morphs you can do that okay yeah so it's a it's a five drop enchantment I think you're right I think this card will stay up a little bit yeah it could co- come back down a couple bucks um, depending on how much well it's C18 so product's already gone Mm -hmm. so yeah it's not gonna get opened anymore really a little bit uh this one's pretty cool we talked about this one last week i think on the podcast right yeah um god yeah we had to have yeah um belthar the defiled belthar 
Yeah, Balthar. Balthar! Um, so he's a zombie dwarf legend. Uh, and it says all minions get plus one, plus one. They can play tri- uh, pay triple black. Remove this guy from the game. How many minions there are in uh, magic. Each player returns all black and all red creature cards from his or her graveyard to play. Um, this is cool because it's a, it can be your commander. Oh wow! And so you can you can do some pretty cool graveyard shenanigans. Um, fill your graveyard up and bring all your cards back. So basically, you're getting to play. Um, reanimator. Well, reanimator, but what's the card where it's living ex- death? Yeah, living end. Or Li- living, living, living death. living death. Yeah. Um, living end is the yeah where it, yeah where it gets death. yeah where it gets rid of the cards. But the one that surprised me is uh, Godshire. Godshire, excuse I love me. This card. And this card is at twenty eight dollars right now. Don't so, buy this card right now. Yeah, please God for the love of baby. For, please for God's sake, don't all, buy this yeah, card right now. Of all sweet little babies in the world, um, hold on uh, on this card. So it's a um, four. Plus red, green, green, uh, white. white. So it's a Naya. Uh, 8 8 Mythic Beast. It has vigilance and it says tap, put an 8 8 Beast creature token into play that's red, green, and white. Um, it spiked because of the new proliferate or populate commander. Yeah, like, I mean, it's just an 8 8 Beast and commander. Well, that's so. the second biggest token you can make. Okay. The only bigger one is Merrillage. And mm. making copies of that doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, because it's legendary. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so um, wait for this card to go back down to $10? You think it might stay up uh, a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, 10 15 bucks. Wait for it to go back down. It will. Now, can you explain this one to me? Um. So, Diochan Artful Beauty. Mm-hmm. This is a... Oh God! What is this? Portals? This is—is is this a portals card or not? Portals, yeah. Okay. But it looks like no. So it's a one. Portal one... was on whiteboard, was it? Yeah. This is um, I can't remember what CM stands for. I think commander. No, 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 no. So this is a um, God, I don't know. Look this card up. Yep, working on it. All right. So this is a one red, three colorless legend creature, and it's a one one. It says, on your turn, before you attack, you may tap this card to destroy any one creature. Commander's Arsenal is what it was in. Commander's Arsenal? Commander's Got Arsenal and Portal reprint. Three Kingdoms. Portal Three Kingdoms, yeah, so it was a reprint. Oh, Portals is way better. Uh, then your opponent destroys any one creature of his or her choice. Not really sure why this card spiked. Uh, again, it's one of those cards where it's it hasn't been printed too much, and uh, it can get. It's just one of those cards that you can buy out, and it's nobody's like when gonna know. Imperial recruiter jumped at first. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yep. So it's just one of those cards that sees play. It was it was seeing play at eight dollars and fifty cents. So you know that people were actually playing it. It wasn't like a dollar rare or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it just gets to the point where somebody's like, "Hey, I'm gonna buy that card out." Or I have so many copies of this card, I'm just gonna go buy it out and then take my eight dollar card and turn it into you know eighty bucks. Exactly. So um, I wouldn't recommend. I, I would highly recommend um, proxying this card until you really feel like you need it. Yeah. Um, like so, maybe if you go to a GP or something, don't play proxies at GPs. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, this week, um, 
pretty cool weekly winner is World Gorger Dragon. That's neat. Cards dope. Yeah, World Gorger Dragon's always been awesome. So I love this combo. Uh, it's yeah, it's very cool to see this card actually. Probably I think be where it's supposed to be at. Yeah. Uh, it is a. Uh, it's a six drop seven seven mythic, so I think uh, I think it's a pretty good spot being at uh, eight dollars. So uh, I would say that this card will probably probably stick around five bucks. I think yeah. it went from like three to five bucks with this spike. Jump because of the new commander. Yeah, that the, lets you play you know. Yep. More Rakdos reanimator style decks in that yep. format. You get to reanimate this guy and uh, blink shit. Um, so God, we got Godsire. This is. And then, These are outrageous. To well, me. this uh, this just makes sense to me um, because of like everything that I've seen in the past. I, it doesn't feel good as a player um, now that Stoneforge Mystic has got unbanned. Um, this is the big thing that you're going to see, and you're going to see this for probably the next couple months. Um, it was much like Jace the Mind Sculptor when he got unbanned. It was like people. People were messaging me wanting like $200, $300 for their Jace the Mind Sculptor. Um, and then it, it went back down. It got back down to around 80 bucks, And then he's slowly been creeping uh, back up to like 100 120 The thing with Jace, though, is like right after they unbanned it, we had a reprint. I don't think we're going to see swords anytime soon. It's a possibility that we'll we'll see him in another commander set. Um, maybe. Know, they, they don't like printing big ticket items and commander decks just because they don't like people buying them off the shelves just for that card okay that's my only worry yeah i feel like we'd need like another master set to really or like a conspiracy set maybe okay yeah we like i said this may this may continue for months and months and months um, These are just outrageous. Yeah, so Sword of Light and Shadows at sixty bucks right now. Uh, Sword of Fire and Ice is at a hundred and eight. Um, so, and then Sword of the Meek just continues to keep creeping up. Sword of the Meek is the one that actually makes sense to me. Okay. Because I I could see that one happening even without Stoneforge, just because the Urza deck is absurd. Yes, the Urza deck is really good. But like, Light and Shadow and Fire and Ice aren't even the ones people are playing a lot. Yeah, they're like you're seeing feast, a lot of feast and famine. yeah, feast and famine too. But um, you're just you're gonna have to to weather the storm on this one. And if you're gonna play, no, weather the storm's for against burn. Yeah, it is for sure. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, so sword of fire and ice and light and shadow. Um, do yourself a favor and get these copies because you're gonna need them to play. I mm-hmm. mean, you don't really have a choice. You can't hold fast on this stuff. Uh, do your best to trade for them. It's very difficult to trade for them. Um, but I, I, I just would wait personally. Yeah, I would say find a store. Um, if you can't find any local people to trade this with, uh, find a store that, that gives you a big enough bonus that way you can trade in some stuff that you have that it's not really going to hurt too much, right? Um, so let's see. What do we got for cheap pickups? We got some good cheap pickups this week, Richie. Gideon Blackblade. Yeah. This guy sucks, doesn't he? He's good and standard. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. So Gideon Blackblade's down to uh, eight bucks. So if uh, if you need that guy in standard, uh, or you feel like maybe the meta is going to change here, what right now? Well, he doesn't rotate. No, he doesn't rotate. But the rotation happens when, like, next week or something. This no. week. Whenever the new set comes out. Okay. So um, like about a month, I think. About a month. Okay. It's like um, end of September. Yeah. So if, I, I would say like the preemptive going to get me a Gideon Blackblade couple couple of them to run. I'd say do that now. Um, All the, like, 
three mana Planeswalkers from War of the Spark I'd keep an eye out on. Yeah. Because, like, three mana is really where you want Planeswalkers to be. Yeah, in standard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flagstones of Trokir, uh, that card. Now, this is bottoming out. I think this is one of those ones where they just add it in because I think you can get the new copy for, like, three bucks. And this copy is like $7.45. I still think 3 bucks is too low for this card. I think so, too. I think it's a really cool, unique effect. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, this so, card is buy. Yeah, this is... Buy this card. Yeah, if we had that little buy, buy, buy button like that one guy yeah. that does the stocks and stuff on, on uh, TV. Um, Echo of Eons is right now is... It's time twister. At, yeah, so it's 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 a time twister. Um for its flashback cost, but it costs six, and it's out of Modern Horizons. We gotta get someone to play uh, <coughs> the Echo Storm deck in Modern. Aaron was or, going or to. Or not in Modern, in Legacy. In Legacy. Aaron was going to, but I don't think he did. We um, gotta get someone to play that deck. Yeah, I but think it's a wild ride. Yeah, I, I played against it. I actually won against it because they didn't go off, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this card is a, uh, this card I would highly recommend. It's a mythic it's something that um, that does something very powerful, and this is, this card will not stay. It, it's it came out unique too, in my yeah, opinion. and it it, it um, pre-ordered at forty three dollars, almost forty four dollars, um, and you know the set's gonna so get it's opened a six times. Drop. Yeah, it's the set is gonna get opened a lot, but um, this card will not stay. I see it being about right here between the twenty and twenty five dollar mark once it starts coming back up because it's very similar. Um, to Cyclonic Rift, it's at that same power level. Um, not the exact power level, but it's in a, it's in that power level range, I think. And um, you know, you I think see, this card has a higher power level than Cyclonic Rift. It can have it, yeah, in certain decks, um, for sure, absolutely. But I think um, because Cyclonic Rift is at about between eighteen and twenty-two dollars, it yeah. kind of it kind of stays in there. And so I feel like that's where it'll stay. But I don't. Know that it's because of, like Modern Horizons, I don't think was open that much. I think that's why we see like hundred dollar Ren sixes, hundred dollar Urzas. I think this card's just down because nobody's playing decks with it. Okay. And I think like once we actually see like someone break a deck out, that's when we'll see this card start to rise. Yeah. Yep. So uh, get on that, get on that uh, Esper Echo Van Storm <laughs> deck and Legacy. Hell yeah. And buy a hundred and fifty copies of these like Josh did. Uh, Ideas Unbound. There you go. Absolutely. God, could you imagine owning 150 Mythics? That'd be crazy. Right? You'd have to do a lot of work for that. Uh, yeah, so make sure that you guys also uh, do yourself a favor if you're listening now or future, you're watching us in the future uh, on YouTube. Find us on uh, Twitter. Yeah, find us on Twitter. Tweet at us. Uh, I'm uh, the... the the one that I have is at Mom's Basement MTG, so I, I try to tweet out as much as possible for you guys daily. But you I don't can see Josh actually riding eagle on his Twitter. Yeah, you can. I'm, I'm riding the eagle, baby. No, 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 like there's a real life video on it. You just got to scroll through enough. Yeah, you got to get there. Um, and then also, um, please do yourself a favor and follow Richie. He's got yeah, he's me. got some good content. Uh, he does things all the time. He's always going to events, so I try. Give him a follow. Say you hi to hear him. Hear me freaking freak out about disenchant because <laughs> still blows my fucking. Oh mind. my god, you guys disenchant! Dude. And uh, he's at Richard Shit, T cry. MTG. So follow him there, and uh, pl- do yourself a favor too, and uh, check out our content on YouTube and follow us on Twitch because we do giveaways 
uh, every single month, and I still don't have our giveaway done for this month, but to- <laughs> tomorrow. I'm trying for you guys, chat. Just go t- follow Josh on Twitter just to at him mm-hmm. and tell him that you want the giveaway to be Modern Horizons boxes. We'll try. We'll see what we can do. All right. Well, that's it for us uh, this week. We will see you next Monday at 5.30 if you guys want to watch us live. Same bat channel. Absolutely. All right, you guys. Have a good one. See you. Adios.